of KDKR programming do not necessarily reflect the views of this station, its management, or staff. Prudent Money with Bob Brooks is sponsored by the Prudent Money Foundation on 91.3. About the latest scam that you need to know about. Today, we'll take a look. Stay tuned for Prudent Money. Good afternoon and welcome to the Prudent Money Radio Show. I'm your host, Bob Brooks. Thank you so much for joining me today. You know I do appreciate it. Well, if you got a question for me, please go to the website at www.prudentmoney.com. There is a Q&A at the top of the page. Just go and hit the link and I'll get you taken care of that easy. Also, make sure that you sign up for the Prudent Money e-letter and uh, we have an easy way to sign up and get on that list so that we can alert you to every time something new comes on Prudent Money. And also, if you ever miss a program or you just prefer to listen to podcasts over live radio show, then you can you can do that because we podcast every one of our programs. And this is at you can you can go check that podcast out at uh, you, the any major platform that uh, you use to get your podcast. We uh, should be on about all of them, so you can go check us out there as well. This is Bob Brooks, and you are listening to the Prudent Money Radio Show. I want to talk a little bit about the uh, markets. This is a midday report, and uh, you know it, it's it's interesting. Is that markets are, are having a really and, and and of course this makes only makes sense, but are having a really tough time with interest rates going up. And in fact, one would have thought that the word out of Congress about delaying the the uh, shutdown for another 45 days and who's to say that they're going to get it done in 45 days if they couldn't get it done in all the time they had prior to the 45-day extension just kind of leaves you shaking your head but at any rate i you know most people would have thought the market will be up in fact it was overnight yes the market does go overnight as well and it was positive. And you can always, if you ever were interested in looking at that and saying, what's the stock market doing after hours? Just go into CNBC.com and look at the Dow Jones futures market, if you're interested. And uh, so it was up last night. And then as the reality set in today that, boy, interest rates were really high today and really took off. And uh, mortgage rates... Seven for a 30-year mortgage rate, and this I think this kind of stuff really rattles the markets right now. 7.78% is the new 30-day interest rate, at least according to the website that I went to. So, uh, it, you know, as long as we're in this environment, it's going to be real tough for the market to get going again. And, uh, you know, it, the market had a tough month last month a tough month the month before. So as we get into October, uh, we'll see how the, the this has always been a, a historically volatile time to be in the market. Of course, with the, the one event that stands out back in 1987, the stock market crashed, dropped 20, almost 20% one day, and uh, it was, it was quite a, a week and I was at Baylor at the time and ironically enough at 6 o'clock p.m. I had a stock market class it was an elective class 
but it was on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And so this gentleman that was teaching the class was also a broker at Payne Weber. That's that's a brokerage company that's been out of business for a long time. But back then, Payne Weber was a was a big uh, company. So knowing what had happened that day, sitting in this his class at six o'clock, just waiting for him to come in because this was going to be a pretty interesting uh, uh, talk. Boy, that guy looked, walked in. He looked like he had been through a battle and a half. And uh, but uh, what a day that was in history. And so that was October. And then, of course, I believe some of the major brokerage houses that went down uh, during the financial crisis. There was a lot going on in September and October. In fact, I think Lehman Brothers went down in September. Anyway, I digress. You get the point. Uh, October is typically a volatile month. And just imagine what we'll be doing this time next year. I mean, I don't think anybody can even come up with a with a narrative and go, yeah, this is what's going to happen. <laughs> because, uh, you know, elections, in case you've not been keeping up, elections 2024, presidential elections, can you imagine everything that's going to happen between now and then? Well, I don't know that I'm ready for it, but uh, we'll uh, we'll stay on top of it for you here at Prudent Money, and keep you posted what you need to go, what you need to know. I saw a social media video the other day, and most of the scams that we're seeing right now. And by the way, I'm I'm hearing story after story after story of scams that are that are that uh, are being attempted and mostly successful and stealing information, but just tons of, uh, of scams. I don't know why the number of scams has gone up so much, why we're seeing so much activity, but we are. This is one that I saw yesterday on a um, social media video, and I had not heard of it. In fact, I'm not even sure what the uh, Google verification and Google Voice is uh, I never used it, but I thought it was it was worth reading what the Federal Trade Commission has said about it. And what was interesting is I thought that this would be pretty brand new, uh, a brand new type of a scam. Actually, this notice that was sent out was was sent out on October 29th, 2021. So Cybersecurity Awareness Month. Who would have known it is uh, October? So what a way to kick off the second day of October than with this uh, little reminder to be careful. It says, if there's one constant among scammers is that they're always coming up with new schemes like the Google Voice Verification Scam. Here's how it works. Scammers target people who post things for sale on sites like Craigslist or Facebook Marketplace. They also prey on people who post something for help finding their lost pet. You see, I've, I've always thought that that the scams that were the most ingenious were the ones that would catch people in a high emotional state. Cannot imagine take, uh, these people trying to scam somebody who just lost a pet. Because I've been there as far as losing the pet. I'm sure you have too. It's 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 not an easy easy feeling when the the uh, 
part of your family is missing and you don't know where they are. But the, let's see here, where was I? The scammers contact you and say they want to buy the item you're selling or that they found your pet. Can you imagine you'd probably tell them anything that they needed to know just to get your pet back? But before they commit to buying your item or returning your pet, they, they're hesitant. They might say they've heard about fake online listings and want to verify that you're a real person. Or they might say that they want to verify that you're the, true, the pet's true owner. Man, I just can't believe that. They send you a text message with a Google Voice verification code and ask you for that code. If you give them the verification code, they'll try to use it to create a Google Voice number linked to your phone number. Google Voice gives you a phone number they can use to make calls or send text messages from a web browser or a mobile device. So what's the harm? The scammer might use the number to rip off other people and conceal their identity. Sometimes these scammers are often after a Google Voice verification and other information about you. If they get enough of your information, they can pretend to you uh, to be you to, ex- to access your accounts or open new accounts in your name. If you gave someone a Google Voice verification, follow these steps from Google to reclaim your number. So never share a Google Voice verification code. Uh, not, not a good thing. But these scammers are getting a whole lot smarter when it comes right down to it. And uh, you just have to be so, so very, very, very careful. It was interesting. The one thing that this, uh, there was this uh, girl telling this, her story, social media, she kept saying, I had this really uneasy feeling about doing this or about doing that, but I did it anyway. There are reasons why we have uneasy feelings. I think it, I always feel like it's God's way to get our attention. And uh, it's just, it, it truly is amazing. In the 31 years I've been financial advisor, I have never heard as as many stories as, like I said, as I'm hearing now, and it just it uh, just remind it's just a, a reminder to be extremely careful. One of the things that uh, that you can do, uh, and you can a rule that you can always remember, I've said it many times in the program, is that never give out information when you are approached. You could be approached by a email. You could be pro- approached by a telephone call. You could be approached by someone at your door. You could be approached by someone asking you for your Google verification, uh, voice verifi- uh, verification code. And that's something that you would be giving them. Same rule applies. I mean, you gotta, you, you gotta, you gotta look a little bit, for, a little bit harder at that one to connect those two. But they do both apply because if you give the, information away chances are you're giving it to the wrong person always hang up verify and call the company that they say that they are representing to make sure that you are not going to be in the next scam victim you know what's interesting there's 327 million people on the planet uh, excuse me on in the united states and if you added up all of the scams throughout the years you're going to find that 
there's been more data breaches than there has been people in the United States. And uh, so if your information is not out there, it's probably just a matter of time. So be careful. This is Bob Brooks, and you are listening to the Prudence Money Radio Show. This is uh, Stick Around. We will be right back. The word for today is excited to announce the new official online home for the ministry of Pastor Chuck Smith and K. Smith, PastorChuck.org. At PastorChuck.org, you'll have instant access to thousands of hours of verse-by-verse teaching by Pastor Chuck Smith from Genesis through Revelation and full access to special messages on subjects such as prophecy and much, much more. Also at PastorChuck.org, a full library of great teachings by Kay Smith and a section where you can read some of Pastor Chuck's books online, all free of charge. So visit the new official online home of The Word for Today and the ministry of Pastor Chuck and Kay Smith. PastorChuck.org In 1 Corinthians, Paul reminds us to run the race of life to win the prize. Join me, Dr. Erwin Lutzer, for Running to Win. Be strengthened to finish your race with confidence. Weekday mornings at 8 o'clock here on KDKR. Our customs and traditions look very different from the ceremonies performed in Jerusalem in the first century. But are the Old Testament rules and rituals relevant for us today? Well, Tuesday on Focal Point, Pastor Mike Favares explains why the reality of our faith is not accomplished through a ceremony. Don't miss Gospel Lessons from the Old Testament Tuesday on Focal Point. Focal Point, weekday mornings at 8.30, here on Bible School Radio, KDKR. Welcome back. This is Bob Brooks, and you are listening to the Prudent Money Radio Show. Thank you so much for joining me today. You know I do appreciate it. If you have a question for me, please go to the website, www.prudentmoney.com, and there is a section that is a Q&A section. You can just send it in. I'll get you taken care of. Every once in a while, I like to read some of these questions. One came in that was talking about the study we looked into last week, and the the question was, could you go over that study and go over again why it is such a bad thing when 100% of the time, if you held your money for at least 20 years in an investment, it was always positive? This is a pretty dramatic study because it, on the surface, it looks like well, that just verifies that if I hold my money for the long term, I'll be okay. Well, you may or you may not. One of the things I said about it in this study was that if you if you held your money for at least 20 years, they cannot find, going back to, I think it was 1900, they cannot find a time that by holding your money for at least 20 years, you lost money. 100% of the time, the investment was positive. Of course, I had to go back and double-check some of the times that I thought they weren't positive, and that's what I came up with is they weren't positive. So I'm not really sure where they're getting their data from, but it's researchers at Crestmont, and they've put this this thing out. But, yeah, it says the data, the data set was back-tested all the way to 1900. So what's bad about that? is you don't know what that 20-year period looks like. Number one, you don't know if if, uh, there was a bear market in that 20-year period. 
and uh, you went way down and you came way back up and you finished the 20-year period with a, a percent return for 20 years. That's not really going to get you to your retirement. And here's the other thing is if everything was great during that 20 years, then chances are the next 20 years you're going to go through a, a bear market just because of the timing of the cycles. So just to make the, yeah, I think that they said this was Motley, Motley Fool, yeah, Motley Fool that uh, put this out. They, they called a full a foolproof money-making strategy for more than a century. So maybe it doesn't go back to 1990, 19, uh, well, it says actually now it says, one part of the, the study says 1900, the other part of the study says 1919. And then the other part of the study says the last 50 years. No, this is, I'm sorry, more than a century. So who, who knows? But the bottom line is there's always other small details underneath these big blanket headlines that can make such a number, not such a benefit. Yeah, I would agree if, if you got positive returns for every 20 years, but still, just because you got positive returns doesn't mean that you made enough to uh, to um, retire, and that's the name of the game, is retirement for most people. So, that you know, it's just it's just another another reason for investors to not have to think. And this is one of the things I've talked about quite a bit on the program. And it's a, and it's a real it's it's at the heart of uh, one of the things that's at the heart of prudent money, and the objective is to teach you how to take a look at things like these studies and be able to think through and draw a conclusion for yourself. And uh, they you know pop culture finance just wants you to believe that all you have to do is A B C and D, and if you do A B C and D, you'll be fine. You'll never lose money, or if you lose money, it won't be any big deal because it's just volatility. And you'll make your, and if you do, you know, for instance, if you save 15% of your income, you'll have a great retirement. I, I can't think of anything that is uh, more irresponsible than putting that in writing because there's a lot of things that could go wrong. And uh, it's not quite as easy as just being in a situation where you save 15%. But the thing is, I want to teach you both sides of the story so that you can come to your own conclusions of what you believe. I don't expect you to buy into everything that I say by any stretch. And I wouldn't want you to unless you were to take a look at what the opposite of what I'm saying and go, eh, you know, I see both sides and, yeah, that makes sense to me or no, Bob's absolutely wrong, which wouldn't be the first time. But... I think it's so very important that we that we do think and learn to think as opposed to have someone thinking for us. This is Bob Brooks, and you are listening to the Prudent Money Radio Show. Thank you so much for joining me today. You know I do appreciate it. I've got another question in. Bob, wanted to know what your opinion is on robo-advisors. And um happened to come across an ad on social media that once again made this look like a just a slam dunk decision to use our artificial intelligence to be a 
of a financial advisor to tell you what to do with your investments. Now, fully trans in, in, in the spirit of fully transparency, full uh, full transparency must be Monday. Being a an advisor, I'm going to have a bias towards this. But I'm putting my my bias to the side, and would suggest that if you can buy in to all of their assumptions, which I've had, then this is pop culture finance assumptions. If you can buy into all the assumptions you see on both ways, yeah, that c- it could be a, a good thing for you. But it's not a slam dunk way to invest money. And there's two things that I just don't believe that a computer can can really gauge and that is risk changing feelings about risk and emotion and emotion is a is a tough one and there's a lot of there's a lot of different variables that create emotion much more than what a computer is going to i think going to come up to and plus i i i would be even surprised to see if uh, if this uh, ro- these robo advisors can detect a change in risk level so the, you know the thing about the thing about risk and and uh, verifying a person's risk takes a lot of question and answer and uh, takes somebody that's, that's that's very skilled at doing that and that's why I just don't think that a uh, that a, that a robo-advisor can do it. Of course, they talk about fees and how, how low the fees are to use, to use a robo-advisor. And, uh, and it's kind of one of those things that you, they, they talk about just putting your money into the, the system and letting the system work for you for the long term and you don't have to worry about it. As you know, and we talk about many times in the program, that I don't believe that's the way to take God's money and be a good steward over it. I think you got to be involved, got to be plugged in. It's fine to delegate to other people to that can help you get yourself to from uh, uh, future goals. Uh, but just to leave, just to leave it and forget it, which is kind of the the message that goes along with the, these robo advisor systems. So my my two biggest problems with it is that. I don't. I don't believe that they can assess risk effectively, and or assess emotion, because I don't need to tell you this. You know the 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 challenge with money is it's a very toxic, complicated subject, and it's it. Uh, sometimes there's not really any good answers. And you have to just kind of go with one. So I, I just, uh, in fact, what's interesting is that I don't have the, the numbers in front of me, but I do know that the whole robo-advisor industry really had a pretty bad year in, in 2022 from the standpoint of clients keeping money with, with a robo-advisor. I think it'd probably be easier to tell a robo-advisor how you really feel and uh, that you're moving your money or something. I, I don't know. But uh, just uh, you know, it's one of those things, just like anything else, keep your eyes open and just know there's no slam dunk solution. You know, as I've always said, the 
everything that I have to tell you investment-wise is my opinions over 30, 31 years of, of working with people as a financial advisor. I can't tell you if I'm right. Only time will tell you if I was right or if I was on the right path or what or whatever the answer would be. Uh, I think with the, once again, kind of last point on robo-advisors, I think that what you're looking at is a scenario where you get a lot of textbook answers. Textbook answers work sometimes for people. Sometimes they don't work. And uh, so it's really important to make sure you're getting good advice that uh, can help you think and draw your own conclusions so that you can make good decisions as a steward of what God has given you. This is Bob Brooks, and you are listening to the Prudent Money Radio Show. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you uh, didn't catch the first part of the program, I want to make sure that you know that you can go to your favorite podcast platform and listen to Prudent Money anytime that you want to. We do post every program just about 10 minutes after the program is over, and uh, we put it out there for you to listen to at your leisure. And uh, you can also go to prudentmoney.com if you don't have a platform that you like to use and just listen to them online. Uh, That's a way to get information as well. And make sure you're also signed up for the Prudent Money e-letter, and uh, that way we can keep you posted on what you need to know when we put it out there on the site. This is Bob Brooks. If you got a question for me, please go to the website at prudentmoney.com and send it in because we are all out of time. Till we do meet again next time, keep the faith and have a great rest of the day. That's all the time we have for today. Questions or comments for Bob or to find out more great information like what you've just heard, visit www.prudentmoney.com. Be sure to join Bob Brooks again for the next edition of Prudent Money. Prudent Money.